Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hey girls, welcome to today's check-in. So we have just finished week four of the programme and we are now heading into week five. I am on my own today, Amelia. It's a little boy Jason's first birthday today so they're off having a lovely day together so you've just got my voice to listen to I'm afraid I wanted to just start off by saying it's a bit of a mixed bag this week so I feel as though people who seem to have a really great week last week have had a not so great this week and vice versa but if there's anything to take away from that it is that we all have good weeks and we all have not so good weeks and what really matters is that you just keep on going so with that being said let's dive into some wins um quite a few of you have checked in this week which is great and we love it so i'm just going to try and like summarize like themes that i'm finding um but let's go through the wins first so emma holland has said she's taken some time just for me rested to try and recuperate while still moving to stop my back leg from hurting because Emma's been having a little bit of a, a tough time at the minute with a bit of a back injury. Um, Lan has said, got all three workouts in again after a lazy couple of weeks and hit my step goal for the week. Yay, also got out of bed a lot easier this week and didn't press snooze as much, so that's a major win there. That really is a major win for you, Lan, because I feel like, but was it last week you were saying you were really struggling with getting out of bed and hitting snooze, so hopefully you have put in put into place some of the tips we were saying, like um phone on charge across the room. So obviously when your alarm goes off, you've got to get yourself up and get yourself out of bed. And the thing is, is it's only going to be getting darker and colder and you're only going to still want to keep staying in that bed. So the earlier you can nip it in the bud, the snoozing, feel like you either are a snoozer or you're not a snoozer. So if you can train yourself to be not a snoozer, you'll find the winter getting up a lot easier. So Rosie said she's felt better within herself and had a controlled social event, which I will go on to read in a little bit, a little bit more about Rosie's social event. So well done, Rosie. Um, we've had a few people hitting PBs in the workout, like Lindsay Lupton has hit a few PBs. Laura Sanders says she feels so much better, so much more confident when I go to the gym now and it feels boss, which obviously I know Amelia will be made up with that one and I am definitely made up with that one. That is what we want. We want you to feel comfortable, happy and confident when you're getting yourself to the gym. Emily Murphy said steps have been here when so 25,000 on Monday, climbed a Munro on Monday and then she said a Munro was basically a mountain in Scotland. So well done for climbing a mountain. Mountain on a Monday as well. Well done. <laughs> Katie Smith said she missed a gym session the week before, but managed to get four in this week to ensure all sessions have been done and got my steps in every day. So well done, Kate. Then Karen said her biggest win was tracking everything and hitting protein every day. After a bit of a crap week last week, I drew a line and got back on it instead of dwelling on it. I have really enjoyed this week and getting my steps in. Although my weight hasn't really altered, I've 
that I feel great in my clothes and I'm noticing they are looser. And I've also had a few compliments of people on how well I'm looking. So Karen, that's just like a week full of wins there. And I, I honestly do believe every now and then you do need a week that isn't that great to make you miss the things and make you realise that the things that you're normally doing, i.e. going to the gym, getting your steps in, making sure you're hitting your protein and things like that, those are the things that actually make you feel good. Um, Although the scale, is that what you said? Your weight hasn't really altered. You're still seeing differences in your clothes. And also people are making comments. And sometimes your weight is going to stay the same on the scales. But that doesn't mean that your the composition of your body isn't changing. So you can lose fat and build muscle at the same time. And the weight on the scales may remain the same because the, the scales aren't measuring just body fat. They're measuring your body fat, your muscle, your water, all your organs, all the food that you've eaten, all the stuff that you've not quite let out in the toilet yet. It's weighing everything. But well done, Karen. They are really good wins. Melissa said, hair win is getting two workouts done, even though I've been on my own with the baby all week. So well done, Melissa. Obviously, it is really tough to get these things in if you're struggling for childcare. So well done for doing that. Jenna Carefee, making it through the week, started to make a dent in all my marking, got out for a walk and drinking more water. Amazing. I know what it's like, um, Richard's a teacher, and when he comes over, there's piles of books for Mark, and I'm just like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> there's loads. So Olivia listened to her body, and then Nicola said she's had a couple of wins with protein and within calories Monday to Friday from me, coming, from me coming back and cooking and prepping again and enjoying it so well done she got some PBs that she thought she wouldn't have ever had a chance of getting so it shows that she can do it even though she doubts herself so well done so moving on to struggles a few of the struggles as always that you have said you feel are struggles I have seen as wins so when I get to them, I will touch on them. But I feel like the main thing most of you are struggling with at the moment is workouts. You're struggling to fit your workouts in. And whether that be because the weather's grim and it's if it's leaving you feeling unmotivated, not wanting to go, or whether it was through lack of planning, which I know a few of you have said that. So we're gonna gonna touch on that. So let me just find where somebody's put about the training. Okay, so Emily said she missed a gym session and it wasn't like here, but I had taken on extra hours in work. So planned to do a morning run instead, but the cold morning put me off. But after listening to the Tough Love podcast, hopefully will kick me into shape to do the stuff, even if I CBA or cause of the weather. So you've said there yourself, it's the weather putting you off. And I really do hope the Tough Love podcast has kind of given you a bit of a kick up the bum to realise at the end of the day, it's down to you to go and do the things that you need to do, whether it's sunny or whether it's raining or it's snowing. If you've got a goal, if there's somewhere you somewhere you want to get to, even if you're just doing this for overall well-being and taking care of yourself, it's still going to be cold, dark and rainy most of the time until about, I don't even know anymore because of global warming, but like February, March, like it's not getting any brighter or warmer anytime soon. So if you can be as consistent as you can with this now, you, you're going to be putting yourself, like getting the head start, so to say, for when it's going to get even harder into the winter. So then somebody else also said about... um. The training. So Helen Kenny said, her struggle this week has been planning. 
if I I tried to see if doing my workouts fitted better at the end of the week. And then because I left everything until last minute, something happened and I didn't find time for them. I probably could have tried to slot them in somewhere, but it was the first thing that went out the window. I had a word with myself last night and I'm not doing that again. So I'm up and in the gym this morning and going to get as much done at the start of the week as possible. Then if I still want to train at the weekend, it's a bonus. There you go, Helen. And I know you've put this in the struggles and obviously the training is a struggle, but you've actually got a win in there too because you've learned from your mistake. You've learned that leaving the workouts to the end of the week. And this goes for everybody. You're just making it harder for yourself. If you're not going to try and get your three workouts in, your three main weighted workouts in until Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or even, I don't know, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're not leaving much wiggle room for life to crop up and for something to you know last minute plans something happens to the car you you know you needed to go and babysit somewhere you're not leaving room for those and what do you what you'd expect to some extent it's going to be hard to get to the gym in the weekends anyway because that's when most of us tend to like to socialize we kind of like to chill a little bit more so top tip plan ahead of time you've learned from there you've said that yourself you're going to plan you've learned from your mistake you're going to get yourself up and into the gym this morning so well done for that but definitely definitely try and get more done earlier on it in the week if you can because then that way when things crop up you can look back and say well at least i got one or at least i got two in rather than getting to the end of the week and not having um, done any at all but yeah definitely can flip that into a, a positive um where was another one somebody else said something about training yeah i'm sure i'll stumble across it and i'll read it out when we find it so yeah struggling for training Um, we also have a few people who have still been a bit poorly um lord of cure and having covid and not being well i haven't got steps in or exercise when you are sick your body is under stress and you need to get better when you are genuinely sick so you do not need to worry about training you should get some steps in just for overall well-being and a little bit of movement and a bit of fresh air. But really what you need to be focusing on at that time is rest and then fueling your body with the right foods, not diving headfirst into takeaways because it's comfort food and it's what you want. Thinking about, okay, my body is sick. It's probably lacking in some nutrients and it needs to get better. So I'm going to give myself plenty of fruit, plenty of veg, plenty of protein. I know your appetite goes, but... We all say we're sick and then we'll sit and nail bags of crisp or packets of chocolate, packets of chocolate, bags of packets of crisp and bars of chocolate. God, got there in the end. But really, you could probably benefit a lot more from having a a tub of fruit, chopping yourself some fruit up and, and going down that road instead. So definitely it's, you know, we're only into October now chances are there are going to be plenty more coughs and colds coming along um covid does seem to be doing the rounds at the moment so if you're listening to this and you're not sick now but you end up sick don't worry about the training there's no expectation there to do the training get yourself out for some fresh air focus on your rest and focus on your nutrition so some other struggles so emma moore said making time for herself I feel like we covered this in, in a bit of detail in a recent podcasts. And um, so if you've not listened to it, I will dig out the episode number and I will direct it to yourself. But 
it's really really important to make time for yourself and this is something I find people don't appreciate until you don't give any time for themselves and then your health starts to slip or your energy levels start to slip and you're, you're just tired and, and not so happy it's not not so joyful to be around because you've not spent it you can't pour from an empty saying but you can't pour from an empty cup and you've got to look after you first before you can look after anybody else and that can seem quite hard particularly depending on what your home circumstances are like whether you've got kids um family like pets to care for and things like that or whatever's going on at home but at the end of the day if you aren't fit and healthy you can't do anything for anybody else so you need to prioritize yourself and sometimes that may feel like you're being selfish but self-care isn't selfish you can't show up for other people if you're not looking after yourself there so make sure to plan in a little bit of time for yourself next week and um, even if it's just a little half hour each day or uh, and, and I mean I know I've read later on in your checking form that you said you wave your pull you decided this week that it was up to you to get up early and go to the gym or for a walk so you got yourself up and done it early so Good, well done. You've decided that it was up to you and it is only up to you. Like we can give you all the motivation, all the encouragement, all the tools to do it. But at the end of the day, you're, you've got to be the one to sit there and make that time for yourself. So yeah, well done for doing that. Right, so Emma Holland, her struggle, she said, I found it quite hard this week not to not be all go, go, go. Usually my life is 100 miles an hour and now that it's just stopped, She's worried that she'll never be able to go back to weightlifting, worried that she's going to be plagued with this back issue forever and just feeling a bit lost at the minute, but I'll get back to myself. And I can't really, really sympathise with you here because I've had issues with um, my arm and my back and it's been ongoing now for a couple of years. And that's not to say that yours is going to go on for a couple of years. But what I have found from my own experience is that you need to flip your mindset into we say it all the time we're focusing on what you can do rather than what you can't do and really practicing gratitude and what you are grateful for in, in your life because it's really easy and only yesterday I was having these bad thoughts myself I've not ex- I've not trained for three months um and I've been having the thoughts in my head like will I ever get back to it? but that's not helpful at all because you don't know the answer to that and the chances are more than likely that you will be able to get back to lifting weight you just suffered a little bit of an injury needs a bit of time to rest you need to go through a re to a re through a rehab process um you know reach out to a physio if you've not already and just focus on the things that you are grateful for in your life currently now so you can still get yourself out on walks you've got your lovely dog that you're that you, that you love and you're happy to take out on walks. You can focus on your nutrition. I don't know if you've tried swimming, but maybe when you're not suffering with the pain so much, you could try swimming and just shift your focus. But yeah, gratitude, whether that's in the morning or of an evening. I know we've done a couple of weekly focuses and from time to time about gratitude and it literally can be something as simple as writing down three things that you're grateful for that day. Um, And it could be, your, your dog it could be your morning coffee it could be um the, the love that you get from your family it sounds really cheesy but when when one thing's going wrong in your life it, it's very very easy when you're focusing on one negative thing you start noticing more and more negative things if you're never what is it we're like 
what is it? There's like a little phrase and I don't know what it is, but it's to do with cars and it's like, you'll have never noticed that type of car before. And then someone mentions it and then that, you just see that car all day, every day. And it's like that. Um, it's been like a lot of attraction, so to say. So even just from the things you've said you're struggling with there, it's just like you've, you're you used to being go, go, go. Now you've stopped and now you're worried that you're never going to get back to lifting weights. You're worried you, that you're going to be like this forever. You just want to get back to being yourself. And I totally understand that. But you know where you've said usually your life's 100 miles an hour and now it's just stopped. Okay, so take this time to slow down. Take this time to where you would normally um, be in the gym um, or commuting to and from work. Is there something that you wanted to do? Is there a hobby that you've ever wanted to take up? Is there a book that you've ever wanted to read? And try and just flip it into a positive because at the end of the day, the situation is the way that it is for the time being and all that you can change is the way that you're going to look at things. And you can either look at things as really negative or you can try to see the positive in the situation. So hopefully that helps. Um, um, Laura Sanders said, hey, struggle. She had a bit of a shit week with personal stuff going on. So don't feel like I've performed as well as I have so far on the programme. I felt a bit drained of energy and very emotional, but have still tried. Done all my steps and got all my workouts done, but pushed them back to different days, which has made my routine feel a bit off. So this is just an example of where I was saying, um, some people had great weeks last week and then this week they don't feel like it's been um, amazing. But Laura, what you're saying there, like you said, you've had a bit of a rubbish week um, and obviously the personal stuff going on, like like that's obviously affected you in a not so nice way and you felt drained of energy. However, you've done all your steps and you've got all your workouts done. Those are two huge wins. And so there's always positives to look at in the situation and personal stuff is going to crop up all the time in different ways for different people and the fact that you were able to still get your workouts in and still get your steps in whilst you've got stuff going on is absolutely amazing so well done Laura I know you've put that as a struggle but I really think you know you've done well so Kate said um I am still unable to make time to start revising from my exam I am going to prioritize that this week I feel like this is similar to what I said to Emma earlier on um if this is something that's important for you, Kate, obviously it is at your exam, you are going to have to find the time for that. And it's probably a good point to make for everybody. Your priorities week to week, month to month, year to year are going to change. You might have an overall goal of I want to lose X amount of body fat and I'd like to look and feel my best. Okay, so to hit those goals, we've set your habits on the app, you know, your nutrition targets, your steps, your workouts and things like that. However, you have got other things going on in your life. And so if you've got an exam that's coming up, you need to prioritize time for that. And that may mean your workout, you might need to drop one workout, or maybe you need to, Um, you said earlier, Kate, for your win, that because you're yeah, you said, I missed a gym session the week before, but managed to get four in this week to ensure all sessions have been done and to get my steps in every day, right? Amazing. That is amazing. And most people wouldn't do that, like go back and put in a workout that they'd missed. But what I would say to you there would be, do your three normal workouts, the workout that you missed from last week, don't worry about it. Use that hour, hour and a half, however long it would normally take you to go to the gym, do your workout, come home, get showered and things like that. And that could have been you making a start on your revision because I know, as well as most people, 
if you've got something that you need to do and you know you need to do it and you just keep putting it off and putting it off and procrastinating and you build it up in your head to be a much bigger thing than it actually is when really I don't know what what exactly your exam is on Kate but I'm pretty sure even just spending 20 minutes reading something for it would be a start you would feel better once you've done that my suggestion to you this week would be like I said to Emma about planning in time for yourself is to plan in time for revision to get your three workouts in nail your three workouts hit your steps and remember the minimum we ask of people is 7k so if you you get to the end of the day and you've got a spare hour before bed and you could either do an hour of revision or you could go and get more steps and if you've already hit the minimum steps for the day do the hour of revision or do half an hour of revision and then go for a half hour walk to, to clear your mind before you're going to go to bed remember like something is always better than nothing and so once you make a start and getting the ball rolling tends to be the hardest part and I'm no expert in revising but I do know from um, being in uni myself and stuff like that you've just got to start you just got to sit down and get it done and then I don't know about you but I actually find that I quite like revising because I like getting out all my um all my different color pens and all my highlighters and having like my different notepads for different things and yeah so yeah get some new highlighters that will help you too right so Melissa said um I have struggled with food and tracking towards the end of this week I think it's been more mindset than anything. I'm still not 100% from having COVID, another one with COVID, last week, and I didn't have the help I would normally have through the week with um, Liam working away and my mother-in-law on holiday. I feel like I've just not prioritised much time for me. I started off well, but at the end of the week, it's gotten as it's gotten closer to the end of the week, my motivation seems to drop. So again, this is going back to just trying to plan in some time for yourself and weighing up because you want to get the most out of the efforts that you're putting in so in terms of the tracking that really is just down to and this goes to everybody because there actually have been a few people with like you are, for example Olivia struggles with maintaining my routine tracking and gym during PMS um there's a few people in here that have put um struggled, um, yeah, struggled with tracking. So I I wanna be a bit brutal and just say like that just kind of boils down to laziness because it doesn't actually take that long to do. It really doesn't. And that's just a bit of like of a tough truth. It takes five minutes to put the things in. Most of us tend to eat the same however many foods and so you don't even have to scan things really you could just start typing it in or if you're anything like me I have the same breakfast I can just where it says swipe from yes to add yesterday's breakfast I can just do that what I would say is make sure that you put in my fitness pal on that bottom panel on your phone or at the very least on your home screen so that it's there to remind you if you are struggling to remember to track you need to make there's a thing called habit stacking and it's basically where you add a habit that you're trying to create onto an existing habit. So a good one for tracking because we ask you to do it ahead of time is when you're sitting on the couch on the telly, not on the telly, sitting on the couch, watching the telly on your phone, use that as your cue to start tracking because I can, I'm willing to bet most of you here sit on the couch for 
I don't know, half an hour at least, maybe, of a night and just put something on the TV and probably don't even watch it, probably just scroll on your phone. That's your habit. That's your bad habit. Add the new habit of tracking onto that. So now you need to start associating sitting on the couch in the night as the trigger to start tracking your food. And to everybody who's put it about struggling to track this week, that is something I would really, really recommend doing. Obviously, when it gets to the weekend and motivation dips, that is normal. We are all like that. Monday to Thursday, you don't have many social things on. It's easier to nail the basics, so to say. And then as it gets towards the weekend, we all start feeling like we deserve to have like a bit more of a chill and, and we don't need to put that much effort into these things. But at the end of the day, if you have got a goal that you want to achieve, the best way for you to get there is to track your food because that is the best way to see what you are consuming, whether you're consuming too much, whether you're consuming too little, where changes can be made. And what did you say there? Sorry, let me just double check. But yeah, with you not being 100% from COVID and stuff, obviously your appetite, and that might not be 100% in terms with food. But with the tracking, yeah, definitely just put that on your um, home screen, on your phone and just... Make a little promise to yourself this week. You're going to do that every night. And it's different for different people how quick a habit can be formed. And it will always require a lot of effort in the beginning. But the more and more you do it, the less effort it's going to take for you to do that. And you'll start to just naturally feel like that's something you just do. Like think about in the beginning when we were asking you to up your amount of protein that you were needing to eat. Bet you that was really hard. And I'm not saying you all get it perfect now, but I bet you it seems a lot easier now than it did in in the beginning. The more that you do something, the easier that it's going to get. But at the end of the day, my fitness pal, you've just got to give it a go. Yeah, Gemma's put here, Gemma Carefee is put, just getting everything in my fitness pal. I weigh all my food up, but just keep forgetting to put it in at, at that moment. Try then and use like so when I was saying then about the habit stacking if you're weighing all your food out that should be the cue to do it so mate don't wait until the like after the meal and when you've eaten it like do it as you go and it only takes seconds like we're all dead speedy quick with our thumbs on our phones it really that literally that isn't gonna I'm not asking you to choose between tracking your food and it's going to take half an hour out of your day that you could have been doing something else. Like it really doesn't take that long. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. But still really good that you're still weighing, weighing food out because that's a common mistake that a lot of people make is um, because they might have the same meal. They don't weigh it anymore and they just eat that same meal. But I have a really good example of this where that can actually cause you to be eating more than you think you are. I used to love this newsly that you could get. I think it was from Asda. Don't know who it was by, but it was gorgeous. And I used to weigh out 40 grams and that's what I would have. I'd put my milk in. Um, I don't know if I used to heat it up or not, but anyway, that's not the point. And I loved this newsly. And then because I was having it every morning, I'd pour it out and be like, oh, what am I weighing this for? Like, I just bored and weighing the same thing every morning. I know that it looks the same. And then over the space of a few weeks, I put a little bit of weight on. Now, it wasn't a lot, but um, it was at a time that I was maintaining and it did start to keep up and up. And then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to see out of curiosity how much I'm weighing. So I just poured muesli into the bowl and thought it was going to be about 40 and it was 70. And over like the space of a few weeks, as I kept 
pouring it in each morning it must have just been getting like a little bit more and a little bit more so it each day it looked similar to what it did the previous day but over the space of a few weeks it had really jumped up and it like it did lead me to put a little bit of weight on again not the end of the world but that wouldn't have happened if I had been weighing me food out properly so yeah definitely um what still weigh your food that goes to everybody Right, so Helen said, um, hair struggle is planning. I tried to see, oh, I've read this one out, haven't I? Never mind. I've just had a little moment of deja vu as I did that. Right, let me find whose I have not read. Right, we've read Melissa's, read Gemma's. Um, Olivia, yes, I said just then, did nice. She struggled with maintaining a routine, tracking um, the gym and during PMS your win Olivia was also listening to your body so that's a really really good thing to do because it's different for everybody and everybody suffers to different levels with this um but yeah the week leading up to your period never just go in with the mindset of I'm going to be weak I'm going to have cravings I'm going to be tired because that might not be the case and if you're saying that to yourself you're going to make yourself feel like that even if you ain't going to so always go into your periods with an open mind and it might be a better one than the previous one but definitely well worth listening to your body so later on in the check-in we asked like how your training has gone and olivia did say my energy levels have dropped a lot and i've only been in the gym once need to be better prepared for this next month so that i'm not skipping the gym completely life just got away in the lot a lot this week so again um life as i said before is going to crop up things are going to happen and you need to be adaptable. So I feel like I'm linking two points into one here, but like you need to be adaptable. Yes, you can have a plan, but chances of you being able to stick to that plan, like from start to finish, Monday to Sunday, is slim because things are going to crop up. But you need a plan in place. And then you need to be adaptable so that if something crops up on a on a Monday night when you were meant to go to the gym on a Monday night, you can be like, right, okay, can't go to the gym now because I've got to rush home for this instead. Can I do it tomorrow night? Is that realistic? If it is realistic, make sure that you go. If it's not realistic, be like, right, okay, I'm going home. I'm not going to get to the gym to, to get this workout in. I actually can't reshuffle me week to make that possible. But what I am going to do is I'm going to go and do one of the um, 10 minute home workouts. Or if you've got dumbbells at home, you would just do the home version instead. There are always options. But rather than just like, like Olivia said there, just completely skipping the gym. Make sure you've got like things in place. Obviously, if the reason you've not gone to the gym, live is because of like PMS and things like that. Could you have done a home workout one or could you have gone to the gym and maybe just taken it easy? And the only reason I'm saying that is because um, if we were all to have a week off every time that our periods come round, we'd be having one week off every four weeks, wouldn't we? And for those of us who've got like shorter cycles, that would come round like more, like more frequently which means you'd spend at least 12 weeks of the year not going to the gym, which is like three months, which is like a quarter of the year. So basically, even if you go and you don't push heavy, you use light weights, you have a deload week. Even if you go in and you start doing what's on the program and you just end up pedaling your legs out on the bike or something, like it's always better to just do like a little a little something compared to nothing. Um, Nicholas Struggle. Getting to sleep this week, which is making me have only around five hours of sleep and it's hard for me to function on. I normally have a really good body clock and always go up around 10, 10, 30. But falling asleep is the problem at the moment and I'll be there till midnight drifting in and out, tossing 
containing but not falling asleep properly till around then. So when you say this, Nick, my mind is naturally going to um like reasons for why you're not sleeping. So obviously stress, if there's a lot on your mind, that could be a reason for not being able to sleep, to which I would say try and manage your day-to-day stresses. Um, as we said in um like a very, very recent podcast on stress we've also done a recent one on sleep too so they are definitely worth listening to um but in, yeah for the a lot going on in your mind journaling if there's a lot going through your head that can really prevent you from falling asleep so maybe just having a pen and paper next to your bed um with your side lamp on or something not the big like big main light and just write down all the thoughts that are in your head so it doesn't need to be like cheesy journaling if you don't want it to be it can be but it could just be a list of the things that you need to do the next day or just write out the thoughts that are in your head and get them out of your head and onto the paper. That can help. Another one would be, are you on your phone um, too late to bed, too late towards you going up to bed? So I know you're saying you go up around 10, 10.30, but are you sat on your phone right up until that moment, until you go up? Because if you are... Um, your brain will still be awake and your brain will be switched on. I did say this in, um, I think it must have been the sleep podcast actually, but it's basically, we talk a lot about um, like the light from your screen and how that's like not good for trying to go to sleep and it isn't, but that's not the only thing that isn't good. When you open your phone, your brain wants to be as helpful as it can. And so from the minute you go into your home screen, your brain is scanning the the phone and coming up with all the possibilities because think about it when you open your phone you don't stare at it for ages and go oh I'm looking for me messages and take ages to find it like you, you open your phone you're in one filter into another filter. like you know you know where it is it's like an automatic thing it's like autopilot so your brain is fired up from the minute you've lifted that phone up because your brain is trying to be efficient and so it's not just the light and having the dimness down obviously that will help but try not to be on iPads, phones, even um, watching the telly too late to, towards going to bed can like affect your sleep. And again, that's not for everyone. Some people will fall asleep with the telly on and it won't bother them at all. But it, it can affect some people. Caffeine, are you having too much coffee too late into the day? Coffee has got like a half-life of, I mean, don't quote me because I'm not 100% sure, but it's half-life, so like in six hours or something. So if you have a coffee at two o'clock in the afternoon, by like eight o'clock at night, you've still got half the amount of caffeine in your system. But the amount of hours could be wrong there. But basically, it still is in your system for quite a long time. So try and limit the amount of um, coffee that you're having. Um, or you could just be having like a, just a little random bout of obviously struggling to sleep. Um, if you are really struggling to the point that you're tossing and turning and you're lying there stressing about the fact that you can't sleep, they say... Um, to get up and do something um, like that'll take your mind off it. But I think in today's age, that is quite hard because naturally we just want to put the telly on or go on our phones. But it means, you mean like read a book or like, um, I don't know, like an art and crafts type thing. But we don't do stuff like that, do we? So um, one thing I have found has helped me when I've got a race in mind of a night is the Calm app, which again, I think I've spoken about um i'm sure there's probably other apps that are similar that you could use and they have sleep stories on or they've got like um not a the anxiety or like meditations meditations 
and you can stick them on with your headphones in and like fall asleep to one of them now obviously that is picking your phone up and going on your phone but if you know that that is something that will help you get to sleep open your phone stick it on and then stick your headphones in and and then put the phone away and go to sleep i do find they do really really help me right so they are most of the struggles to be honest so obviously Fitting workouts in seems to be tough. I'm just going to go along to where we've spoke about workouts. Um, and there's a few things, a few other things I wanted to touch on. Um, so Helen said with the training this week, I'm getting as much done as possible at the start. So if something comes up, I've got days to fall on. I'm training in the morning again as my mind sets better. And then it's less pressure if I end up working all night. There you go, Helen. So when you said earlier on you struggle because you left them to the end of the week, you know yourself what you need to do. Try and get, and that's not me saying get them in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because obviously ideally you would like to have like a rest day, at least one rest day in between them. But yeah, if you feel better in the morning, I know it's hard getting up, but just get up and get it done. And then like you've said, it gives you the evening to yourself or if you end up working, you're not going to be sad stressing about the fact that you've not been in the gym. Um. So with training, I've read that out about Liv. Um, Melissa said, proud that she did two sessions this week. I know I didn't manage to do three, which I aimed for, but given the circumstances, I'm happy that I still got two in the bag. I tried to work with the situation rather than use it as an excuse not to get my sessions in, which I could have easily done. Melissa, I am made up with that, you know, trying to work with the situation rather than use it as an excuse and you could have easily used it as an excuse so well done and this is like the change that like we we are so proud when we see you make changes like this because this is the type of stuff that is gonna set you apart from people who only do things when they feel good or don't um keep going when life crops up so yeah definitely well done for that and always remember that two workouts is still good if you are consistently doing two workouts a week and you and that's good for you. And then you can get a third one in occasionally. Then great. Um. So yeah, defo proud it proud it for the two sessions. Padden said I've done two sessions this week and hit my steps most days. I've been inspired by the girls running, so would love to try the couch to five k as well. Yes. So three of the girls um in the motivation group ran the Manchester half marathon yesterday, and four of the girls, four of the girls, yeah, four of them done it. Proud of them all. And if anybody has been inspired and does want to start running, like um, pop me or Amelia a little message. We have got a running WhatsApp group that we made separately just not to bore everybody else who didn't want to run. Um, and everybody in that tries to motivate each other and support each other and they're all booking on to different events. And the Couch to 5K is a, a perfect way to start and anybody can, can run. You've just got to, you know, you've got to be willing to be... um not so good at something to begin with but it's all part of the learning process like we all don't get in a car and like just be able to drive straight away like you have to learn you have to practice um kate said she's lifting heavier than ever before and she's starting to feel the progress so well done kate emily said it's probably a weakest point um she missed a session and hasn't ran and she thinks the weather has an effect on motivation so again i've touched on this we are not saying it's easy to keep going in the winter. It's actually really difficult. It's hard. You would rather roll over in bed of a night. You just want to come home and sit on the couch and watch films. And, and like I get it. We get it. We feel the exact same. But it's just calling yourself out on that and understanding that it's okay 
every now and then to miss a workout it's okay to have a week where you don't get any workouts in but then you've got to that next week get yourself back to it you need to be consistent to get to where you want to be and yes every now and then things do crop up and things don't go to plan and we are so understanding of that but equally if it's just because you don't feel like it or because it's difficult you need to start training that self-discipline muscle of like when that alarm goes off in the morning and you're tired and you don't want to go you know you're going to feel good once you've done it once you're there and it's done and you set up the day I don't think anybody on here has ever said they've done a workout and said that they felt worse for doing it because it just doesn't happen you've just got to think of that thought think of how you're going to feel afterwards and go and, and get it done so a really interesting one in terms of training that I wanted to um, read out was Lindsay. So Lindsay said her training's gone really good. She's enjoyed her workout. The only thing is she went to Pure Gym with Karen this week on the leg press in my gym when I was pressing 70 kilograms. But in this gym, I could only press 52, which was so weird. It was like their weights are heavier. So if you train in one gym, and you never, ever go to any other gym, you will probably never notice this. But if you do train in different gyms, you will start to notice that you'll go in and say leg press is the example there. But you might do like 35K on your lap pull down and you'll put it on 35 in a different gym and you'll pull it down and it'll either like move dead quick and be dead light or it'll be dead heavy and you can't do it. Don't ask me why, because I'm not 100% sure myself which it just sometimes weighs a bit different in different gyms. I don't know whether it's something to do with, like, the angle and, like, physics and, like, the weight of the machine, like, their actual handle in comparison to the weight on the other side. I I don't know. But what I would always recommend is if you are going to a gym that you've not been to before, just start off a bit lighter and do a do a set and that doesn't even have to count as your working set it could be a warm-up set so if you next time Lindsay were to to go and we're gonna try um let's use the lap pull down for example and you do normally do 30k just put 20 on and see what 20 feels like and do like three reps at that and be like okay that that's all right then up it to the 25 and then do a few reps on that and see how that feels um Again, weird, don't know why it does it, but it does do it. One thing with the leg press where it might happen as well, though, you can get like 45 degree leg presses where you kind of sit on the floor and your legs are up in the air. Now, gravity's working down there as well, so it's going to have whatever the weights are. The machine will weigh something as well, so that's actually an important point that I didn't really think of then, but I've just thought of now. The machine could weigh heavier on its own in Karen's gym, in compared to your one so you can do 70k in your gym but only 52 in the one with Karen that could be because the machine actually weighs heavier so then by the time you're having the 52 on it weighs more anyway so there's always going to be little factors but yeah always just go in give it a go and you can always add weight on or take weight off but it's always better to you know try it and be be a little bit too light then you know get your your legs stuck in an awkward position or something like that um there are a few other bits I just wanted to read um, about generally like not being able to, I think it's just planning, so missing workouts and it's lack of planning for most people. So um, Lan has said in terms of a diet, um, it went terrible. Do you know what? Actually, let me go back and read out Lan's um, struggle. So Lan said her struggle was nutrition in big capital letters. Wow, my food has been terrible this week. 
my midweek meals have actually been okay apart from a Chinese on Thursday night but I've been snacking terrible on chocolate and crisp which my mum buys and has in the cupboard she's such a bad influence and I just haven't been able to stop myself I keep telling myself you're going to pile all the weight on again and be back at square one which you don't want but I still find myself grabbing chocolate bar and of course all of this is also affecting my body image making me feel crap but I can't help it I think it's because it's winter and I'm like oh well and then later on she said about a diet she feels like it's gone terrible as she said earlier next week I'm going to plan all my meals and give myself one nice snack a day as a treat but limit it as that um so again you've you've struggled with your nutrition but you yourself know how to correct this you're going to plan all your meals and you're going to limit yourself to one nice snack as a treat when it comes to so land for you on a personal level you said being on this program is the first time you've been able to lose weight and then maintain it so I feel like you've got like old ways just naturally like creeping in a little bit there it probably doesn't help that you were doing so well and then you had a bit of an iffy week with the being away and stuff like that which I don't see as a as a you know as anything negative but you you saw that as like a not so great week for you but your old ways are trying to slip back in here so you are trying to be like, oh, well, it's winter, it's okay, it's easy to give up. You've said that yourself, you think because it's winter, you're like, oh, well. But you have to remember, you don't have to be perfect. You want to maintain weight so you can enjoy a little bit more food anyway than what you would be doing if you were trying to lose weight. But also remind yourself that, yes, we don't want you to give up food you enjoy but there's got to be like a, there's there's a balance. There's got to be compromises in there. So you can't just eat all the snacks that you want. You can't just have chocolate bar after chocolate bar, and you can. But that's not going to get you to where you want to be. One thing I really find helps in terms of grabbing snacks and things. And yes, it's frustrating when your mom keeps snacks in and things like that. But at the end of the day, take it, removing all snacks from the house and not having them there doesn't actually improve your ability to be around those foods all it does is takes it away from the situation and how does that help like this is a really crazy like example to use but I had a boyfriend years years ago like like literally over 10 years ago now um and he cheated on me and I can remember not wanting him to go out like that was my like I was young and my initial response was like I don't want you to go out anymore because you'll cheat on me again um and now looking back I'm like well how silly is that because all I'm doing is removing them from the situation like if the situation presents itself you very well well might do it again but I don't know that because I'm just keeping them away from it so you need to build like trust in yourself that you are able to resist the temptation of chocolate and crisps so to do this you have to tell yourself you have unconditional permission to eat any food that you want any time that you want it but you're choosing not to because you don't want to go backwards, because you don't want to pile all the weight that you've lost back on. It's not in line with your goals. Those chocolate bars and those crisps are still going to be there. The shop isn't going to run out. And if you really want some, you can go downstairs and grab them. But add in a little pause every time that you reach for a chocolate bar and ask yourself, am I hungry? If you are, is the chocolate bar going to fill you up? Probably not to have something that is going to. If you're not hungry, well, what are you then? Are you bored? Are you eating out of boredom? If you are, go do something more interesting. 
or you um you're emotional is there something going on do you feel stressed you feel sad you're comfort eating because you need to feel your emotions and address your emotions in a way that's going to handle them food doesn't fix sadness food doesn't fix a broken heart it might make you feel better in the moment but overall it's not what you want so definitely do what you said planning your meals practice a pause when you're reaching for the snacks stop telling yourself things are off limits and you're not allowed them because the minute you tell yourself you can't have something you instantly want them and i think that having you want snack a day but as a as a cheese have that unlimited as that but when do you want that most? Is it of a night? Because you've said there about um, like in the house. So is it of a night when you get in? Because if that's when it is, save that. Plan in the chocolate bar. If you want a chocolate bar, plan it in, scan it in, make sure it's accounted for and then hit the rest of your targets around that. Um, so definitely, I think you put something else in. So you also said, Lan, when we ask, how do you feel your progress is going? She said, I've gone backwards this week, which is really disappointing, but determined to get back on it. As I've put on a bit of weight this week, but want, I want to maintain. Should I drop my calories until I'm back at weight I'm happy with? Or should I get back on maintenance calories and stick to them? Then will the weight come back down naturally? Right, so um, Amelia will probably message you about this one. Not probably, she will. I'll tell her too. Um, but what I would say here is you probably haven't put on as much weight as you think. Okay, you've eaten different foods and had a lot more snacks than what you normally would. So you could be holding more water. And realistically, if you just stayed at the calories that you're on now, your maintenance calories that you're on, it might come back down. You have to eat 3,500 calories above your maintenance calories for you to gain one pound of fat. So let's just, I don't know what calories you're on, Lan, but if yours are 2,000 calories a day, you would need to have 3,500 calories extra that week on top of your 2,000 a day, which means that you'd need to be having about 2,500 a day every day of the week, which you may have done, but you probably haven't done. You probably just feel like that's what you've done. So, sorry, I'm purely fidgeting here. Um, so I personally would probably just stick at the maintenance calories that you're on this week and see what it's like. You said your body image has changed a bit because you've been eating crappy foods. But, and that, that but crappy foods make us feel crappy. Like, this is why you all feel so amazing when you come onto this program because you start making positive changes with your food. So once you start eating a bit better again, it's a win that you got all your workouts in and you got all your steps in. So just do that again this week. And I'm willing to bet the weight will probably come back down. Like, you know, worst case scenario is going to be that it might have gone up by a pound. And yet you can lose that pound again if you want. But Mill will speak to you more about that in detail. So I just talking about um like socializing and making better decisions and things like that. There is a win that I want to read out and it is Rosie's. So Rosie said she felt better um, within herself and had a controlled social event. So we just wanted to read into that a little bit more. So when we asked about a diet, she said, I've eaten well. And loads of fruit and veg. So think that was nutritionally a very good week for me. I went to a social event on Friday, but only ate part of the meal and went easier on my alcohol. Another thing I've noticed is that when I pick up an easy option, food when I'm hungry, I'll often pause and consider, put it back down and have something healthier or more protein dense. I can see some better habits forming. And Rosie, this is just absolutely amazing. Like, honest to God, I'm so happy for you with this because 
these are the type of things that are going to get you results in the long run. These are the type of things that are going to get you to achieve the goal that you want to achieve and then stay happy in a place where you feel comfortable and confident within yourself. It isn't all about tracking. Yes, it's important and it's a really educational tool, but like that exact number and that exact protein is not the be all and end all. It's making these better decisions and like I was just saying to land with the reaching for the the, um, the the snacks all week and feeling like she can't stop. Do this. This is exactly what Rosie is doing. Um, she'll often pause and consider that it's perfect. You need to just this. You want to respond to things, not react to them. So we all as human beings will go, oh, "I want a snack," and you react and you get the snack and you eat the snack. But you want to respond to it. So when you have that cue of "I want to eat the snack." or I'm out and I'm reaching for the easy option, as Rosie said, when she's hungry, pause and give yourself a minute to think about it and think about what you're actually doing and is that actually what you need. When we want to help you build new habits, we try and make them as easy as possible. So like if we want you to start going to the gym every morning, we will say, make sure you have your gym stuff out ready for the morning and everything ready to go to make it easy for yourself because you want to have as least resistance as possible to get you to the gym. If you want to break a bad habit, you want to um, add as much resistance as possible. So things like keeping snacks in a box, maybe in another box, in a cupboard, high up out the way, where they're not just on the side. The packet of crisps that you want aren't just on the side for you to see them and pick them and eat them. If you've got to go into the kitchen go up to the top cupboard, open the cupboard, pull out one box, open that box, then go into another, like all that little bit of resistance will help give you the moment that you need to decide whether this is something that you actually want or not. A really good example of this is, if any of you can relate, if you ever gone to order something online and you're not 100% sure if you should be buying yourself it because really you're trying to save money and you don't need it, you just want it. But when you add it to your basket and then when you've added it to your basket, you've got to make an account and then you've got to put your address in and then you've got to put, and when you've got to type everything in, how many times have you gone, oh, just leave it and you don't get it because there's there's too much resistance there for you. However, when you want to buy something and all you have to do is Apple Pay and show your face, you buy it because it's easier. There's no resistance. It's just, it, it's easy. It's click of the button, show your face, you bought it. So think of it like that. You're trying to have... Um, as little resistance as possible when forming your new habits and then with your the habits that you're trying to get rid of try and add a little bit more resistance in there so let me just have a little check that there's not anything that I wanted to um go over just yeah it's just planning just planning work out everyone needs to plan a little bit more um and yeah be adaptable like I said earlier so we're going to read out. Let me get to it. So we ask, how do you feel your progress is going? Is there anything you are struggling with where you may need more support? So obviously, Lanray said she felt like she's going backwards. Please don't feel like you've gone backwards. Um, Even when the scale jumps up, even if you have gained a pound, you haven't gone backwards. All the hard work that you're putting in into improving your diet, improving your habits, exercising, they are wins. They are that's good. They are all good things. Just one week of not so great food isn't you're not going backwards, right? Um, Rosie said I'm not losing weight or inches in the way I thought I would. However, I do feel better and see myself differently in the mirror. I have a long way to go. I know that it is my eating habits that I need to work on. And um, picking while cooking and snacking 
etc. Rosie, amazing. So obviously, realistic expectations and a realistic way to lose weight and keep weight off is fast is not always better. Quick is not always better. You find with people that lose weight really quickly end up end up putting the weight back on. But the fact that you feel better and you're seeing yourself differently in the mirror is amazing. Like that is fantastic. They are far better wins than like a scale um change anyway. So definitely like focus on those a little bit more. And you have really hit the nail on the head there that you're eating habits that you need to work on. But I am actually really proud of you because as we've just discussed your um social events and going out you're not you're no longer just picking the easy options and you're pausing and you're considering and you're prioritizing your protein so well done you're definitely on the right track and um, lindy lupton said um good even though the scales are going up and down throughout the week i'm really trying my best not to be bothered about this as i feel like i look different in the mirror and on my pictures already yes i think i might have just said that was lindy but that was laura so i've pressed down that was laura sanders so but in terms of the scales, they do fluctuate. They do fluctuate. And this is just one of the things that you've got to get your head around. If you're doing all the things that you need to do, you're getting your steps and you're getting your workouts and you're sticking within your calories and you're hitting your protein, do not worry about those little fluctuations. It will come down. And evidence of this is Emily Murphy's um, answer to this question says, good, I was a little disheartened by the scales midweek but then seeing a big drop today. So that's good. So there you go. The scales are going to be something that are going to mess with your head for as long as you let them mess with your head. If you stop focusing on that number needing to move, and I know we get you to weigh in, but it's just for data. It's just for us to see. It's just for us to track that over time things are moving in the right direction. But that isn't the only thing we ask you to do, is it? We're also tracking your progress on your workouts that you're getting stronger. And we're asking you to take photos too. So if, if your photos aren't changing and your weight's not changing and you've stuck at it for a good few weeks and there's no change, yeah, okay, maybe something needs to change. But the fact that you've seen a big drop today, that, that, that's great. It's it's coming down. So well done. Um, Lindsay's, <laughs> Lindsay's actual answer said, it's going well. I'm stronger, which I love. It's coming handy as I have to squat my 12-year-old decent Primark last Sunday to reach the top, top shelf, which I absolutely love. Well done. That just goes to show that's like real, real life gains, isn't it? Like real life wins. Um, Kate said, I can feel the improvements in tracking and lifting heavier as the weeks go by. I just need to say no to a few social events or drink less when out as I feel this is the only thing letting me down at the moment. It has been a busy few weeks with social events and now I have a couple coming up without so many um so i need to take this opportunity to smash my girls yeah so what i say in terms of like social occasions you have to try and not see them as obstacles because they're always going to be there and it'd be quite a miserable life never ever went out and did anything nice and social but you have nipped the hail on the hail on the net nail on the head there you say no to social occasions if you genuinely are out all the time and if you <laughs> You can't be accurate with what you're consuming when you're out because you don't know what it's cooked in. The portion size is a massive. If you're eating out three or four times a week, two or three times a week, it, it's going to be difficult for you to get to where you want to do. And it may be that you do need to say no to a couple of things or like you've said there yourself, or drink less when you're out. Could there be a few nights where you don't drink at all and you just go for the food? Remember the thing that we say when you're going out, out of the four, out of your... um. Start a main disease and a drink. Have two of the four. You don't need all four every time that you go anywhere. 
Um, so definitely if, or swap your drinks to lower calorie ones. Um, diet Coke's no calories, whereas like your normal full sugar Coke is however many calories. So make little sensible swaps. You know, everything we've said in the past, but you've said there yourself, you can still feel the improvements and you're still lifting heavier as the weeks go by. Um, and it, as for not having much on at the minute, definitely you take advantage of it. Like smash everything, like plan everything in, use the extra time for your revision and things like that because you know that's important. And do do the things that you know are going to drive the results that that you want. And if saying no to take random tea with someone on a Wednesday night is what you need to do, then by all means, every now and then it's okay to say no. Again, we said this on another, I feel like I just keep talking about other podcasts, but about setting boundaries for yourself. And sometimes you've got to say yes to your goal means saying no to other people. Um. So... Nicola said, I do feel I've lost some definition, so I need to focus on going back and to do that. Oh, no, she feels like she's lost some definition and she needs to focus on getting it back and to do that, it's going to the gym, so that's what she's going to um focus on. In terms of when you feel like you've lost definition, it doesn't happen. It's not a quick process. So if you've missed, like, a workout one week or like the odd warehouse here and there you just it's called glycogen stores so if you're not using the muscles as much um you can the glycogen stores like deplete but the minute you start training again it comes back so you wouldn't lose definition overnight um but if that's how you're feeling use that as motivation to just kind of be pushing just as hard as you normally would in your sessions if you feel like you've been slipping at all like get get back on track with things like that so that's a, a nice little focus for you to have Helen said um no it's annoying because I know what I need to do I just need to make myself do it there isn't anything you can do to help as it has to be me again this is just going back to making things as easy as you can for yourself and if you're struggling so Helen your struggle was, struggle was to get to the gym and get your workouts done make it easy for yourself Put your workouts in earlier on in the week, like you said that you're going to do this week, um, and do your best. Reach out if you're struggling. Like we say this all the time, please reach out to either of us for a chat because just a little pep talk could be what you need to get it done. Or put it in the group. Like there'll be other people feeling the exact same as you. But each day, just ask yourself in the morning, set your intentions. What do I need to do today to get myself closer to my goal? And most of the time, it looks like um hitting your your um calorie targets hitting your protein getting your steps in and going to the gym those tend to be obviously there's more to it than that but those tend to be the general things um and then one last thing i wanted to read out we always ask like any other comments because we always do appreciate like feedback laura said love how everyone is so positive and supportive in the whatsapp group like we love that too we honestly it's one of the most like special parts about being Part of this program is the support of women around you who are always there to cheer each other on. And then Emma Holland has said, Amelia and Chloe honestly go above and beyond what I could ever expect of them in terms of support. I can't thank them enough. They're not just my fitness coaches or PTs or whatever. They've become a constant support network. And I'm honestly so thankful for all of their support in everything. And Emma, you are so welcome. Like that's such a, a, a lovely message to read. So thank you. Yeah, so girls, basically that's it. If anybody does need to talk through anything that they've put on their form and I haven't covered, please do reach out. There are a lot of checking forms to get in through, so I've tried to read out the ones that highlight the main issues that you all seem to be struggling with. So hopefully 
everybody's got something of value there that they can go away and work on this week. And just please, please understand that it is hard. It's always going to be harder. In the winter, it's colder. It's it's more miserable. But you are going to thank yourselves for this by the time next summer comes round because you're going to be in such... The progress you're going to have made is going to be amazing. So keep going. You've got this.